You're listening to a message from Impact Student Ministry, a middle and high school-oriented production of The Summit Church. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing? You guys like this little uh, stage we got? It kind of reminds me of, like, something famous or something. Okay, you guys don't think I'm funny. Um, All right, so if you guys look around, you can probably notice that there's not many leaders in here. Are you guys more quiet because there's not leaders in here? (laughs) So we have a little bit of a different night going on tonight. We have three seniors up here. They are going to be sharing their story and kind of their walk with Jesus, how they came to know Jesus. Um, The whole point of tonight is that we want you guys to know that no matter how big or small, you all have a story. And if you don't feel like you have a story yet, you are going to have a story. You're going to be able to reflect back on your life and know what brought you to Christ and know and remember a time when maybe you didn't know Christ, which is maybe right now for some of you guys. Um, But at some point in your life, we just pray that you can be encouraged by these stories and that you can realize that nothing significant has to happen. But sometimes significant things do happen to make you turn to Jesus, but nothing always has to. Um, so we have up here Lydia. Everybody say hey, Lydia. Hey. We have Sage. Everybody say hey. <laughs> and we have Emily. <laughs> All right, so I might do a little bit of standing because of obvious reasons. I mean, to sit on this stool is kind of, I might not be able to breathe. I don't know. Um, all right, so um, we are going to, since there's no leaders in here, the only thing I ask is that you be super respectful. It's going to be a little bit more serious tonight than funny, um, but sometimes we know Chris isn't really that funny. Oh, shoot, he's back there. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry, I know. I learned a new word earlier that maybe I just flamed him. He should shave his head because I just flamed him. <laughs> and if you don't think that I'm cool because I said that, they taught me that, okay? So, <laughs> all right. So, it's good. <laughs> all right. So, um, we're going to get started. It might be a little bit more serious tonight. So, I just ask that you be respectful of these guys sharing because they're going to get pretty deep with things that have gone on in their life. They're going to share as much or as little as they want. And after the message, they're going to be free to talk to you guys out in the lobby. Okay? So if anybody feels like opening up, you guys can always come to me and Chris. You can always go to your small group leaders. But these guys are going to be out in the lobby, and they are open to talking to anybody who has questions or who just wants to talk and share some of their story maybe. Okay? All right. So it's going to kind of be like a Q&A. So um, the first question that I have is, what was your understanding or what did you think of God growing up? And this could especially pertain to a lot of the middle schoolers in here. Like you guys might not fully, and high schoolers too, but I didn't fully know Christ until I was, you know, in college or after. And so this could have easily pertained to me growing up. Um, so what did you kind of think of God as you guys were growing up? I'll start. Okay. Is this on? Yeah. Okay. Is it on? I, I don't know. Can you all oh, hear me? Yeah, you're good. Am I good? Okay, cool. Uh, So the question is, what was your understanding, or what did you think of God growing up? For me, um, I grew up in a Christian home. I have amazing parents. I was blessed by God with that. But um, I kind of saw God as kind of distant as a kid. Um, 
I knew that he like loved me and stuff, but I, he was kind of like just this big God who didn't really like, he found joy in kind of punishing you, if that makes sense. So honestly, I was a little scared. Like you felt disappointed sometimes. Yeah, if like, like he's like kind of scary, so like intimidating. Right. So you felt disappointed. Yeah, so I as can a definitely kid, like you that. make tons of mistakes, and you think that God is just there to like. Does anybody feel that way? Like if you sin, God's gonna be mad at you. Yeah, that was yeah. me like all the time. So good I news saw is God. he's not. Yeah, just everybody that I thinks that. I saw God, but like I didn't really see a God that loved me as much as he does right when now. You so. know him like personally. Yeah, yeah. that's me. But. Cool. Can y'all hear me? Hello? Yep. <laughs> okay, so growing up, um, I was uh, in a Christian family. We went to just traditional church. And um, I was that kid that would fall asleep in the middle of church. We didn't really pay much attention. And uh, just thinking that if I believe in God, you know, I'd get into heaven and all that. And um, I just would try not to do wrong because, like she said, um, if I did wrong, I felt like I'd, you know, get in a lot of trouble with God yeah. and just felt like every sin was even more punishment on me. Yeah. And so that's about that. Cool. Okay. Um, growing up, I thought God was scary and I was terrified to go to hell. I'm not going to lie. Um, that's really why I got so interested in it. I was like eight or nine and I was like, well, I really do not want to go to this place they talk about. <laughs> so. Um, I did grow up in a Christian home, and um, we always went to church, but that didn't make us Jesus followers, and so um, I really started following him when I was like 11, but he was scary until then, so. Yeah, so um, I've heard that a lot before, is like being scared of going to hell. I mean, yeah, it sounds like a pretty scary place. I, I definitely would not want to go either, but some of you guys might be sitting out there tonight thinking like, well, I don't have, I'm not growing up in a Christian home. I, I don't have that. Don't let that discourage you just because these guys all have different stories, but that's something that they have in, in common with each other. Um, so if you didn't grow up in a Christian home or if you're not growing up in a Christian home currently, um, don't let that discourage you. That does not mean that you can't grow up as a Christian. That doesn't mean that you can't have a relationship with Jesus um, because you can, and he is begging you to come to him. Um, so just keep that in mind. Um, but I think a very common trend was that you guys felt like you were going to disappoint God, which is exactly how I felt when I finally, you know, came to know Christ is that I was scared he was going to be disappointed in me because of the things I had done or the things that I still do. Um, and so just know that he's a loving God. He loves you no matter what. I always try to explain it like this. So, you know, we have Iris. Um, she's 16 months old. She can walk now. But when she was learning to walk at 14 months, when she would start walking towards us and she would fall, we would never, ever, you know, be like, oh, Iris, why can't you walk? You know, we would encourage her still. So, like, that's how God feels with us. Like, when we stumble or when we fall, God doesn't, like, punish us or like when we do something wrong like he doesn't tell us like oh why are you not doing the right thing he's he's still like cheering us on and like calling calling us towards him um so remember that think about that when you feel like that God might be disappointed in you he's not um it's just like a baby trying to learn how to walk a parent would never be mad at them for not being able to walk so yeah all right um so the next question is and you guys all three don't have to answer but you you can um when did you make a turn to get to know Jesus personally? So if there was a specific time in your life or? Um, so I really started coming back to church last year um, in around June. Okay, my bad. You're good. But um, 
uh, started coming back, and uh, I had just met Chris because I was used to Brian still being here, and I was afraid of the change. And so I decided to give it another try, and I ended up getting back into it, more involved with the church, and ended up getting baptized earlier this year and fully put my trust in him, and I feel like that's when I really got to know Jesus personally. So did something happen like that made you want to like come back to church and try it again, or you just kind of had like a well, aha moment where you're like, I just want to try it again? Last year I had some health issues. My lung collapsed twice, and I was hospitalized for two months, and I wasn't getting any better. And it made me, you know, question my faith and just say, is God really there? Because, I, I mean, it didn't seem like he was. He wasn't helping me. And um, I met a chaplain there, and he started visiting me every day. And I really started to listen to what he was telling me. And when I got out, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to church and see what I think. And now I'm here. That's awesome. That's really, really cool. Yeah, give it up. It's really cool because sometimes you guys are going to have moments in your life where you wonder, like, is God there? And that is going to be the most significant time where you truly feel God. And you're going to look back on those times when you struggle again and remember how he pulled through at a time like that. And you're going to remember that he's going to do the same thing for you in whatever you're dealing with. Um, and so, and you may not have a significant point like that in your life, but for Sage, he did. And I think that's really awesome that you just kept on having faith and you just kept on believing even when you probably feel like that, like, where is God, you know? Did either of you guys have anything you want to share? Um, I guess for me growing up, I didn't really have a specific point where I was like, okay, like I'm going to be a Christian and this is going to be my whole life for the rest of my life. It was kind of a phase. Um, I think the people in my life, my leaders, my small group leaders, my parents um, definitely had an impact in my kind of walk with God, but um, big stuff, I know a lot of y'all have gone, but that kind of <laughs> really stuck with me. Um, big stuff taught me that it doesn't matter what I do, God's going to love me no matter what. Um, and even though he is this big, great, this big, great God, he's still, he's my God and he's going to love me forever. So, yeah. And in comparison to like how big he is, he is that great, but he's also as small enough as you are. Like he's not so big that he forgets about you. Um, he knows you personally. He wants that personal relationship with you. Um, and it's a whole different relationship when you start to see him personally. Um, all right, so what difficulties or struggles have you experienced in your life? So Sage just kind of um, described some things that he's gone through. Um, you wanna, yeah, go ahead. So of course my health issues is the major one, but of course like deaths in the family, um, just those take a real big toll on you and you just sit there and ask God like why? Why did you take them from me? What, what did I do to deserve that? And like divorces with parents, stuff like that. I mean, it's stuff that all y'all deal with. I was gonna say, you guys can all probably relate with that stuff. I know several of you have come to me and Chris about you know a death in the family, a grandparent, a parent, um, a brother, sister, or a divorce. Um, those things are really, really tough and they are way too real for you to pass up without talking about. Um, and so, you guys can relate with him probably on this a lot. Um, something I have struggled with like every day of my life is probably anxiety. Um, 
you know, just every part of my day, like, when I didn't trust in God with, like, my everyday life, I would just struggle with, like, thoughts about myself and my worth and um, what other people thought about me. And just, I would literally worry about, like, everything. <laughs> literally, you could, like, name something, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I worried about that today. Um, but, yeah, that's Can really anybody <laughs> agree with that in here? Yeah, self-worth, self-identity, self-confidence, girls, yeah. Boys too, but girls for sure. You have anything you wanna share? I guess for me, some big struggles is kind of like what Emily said, acceptance. Um, I think we all struggle with that to an extent, but I guess in our society today, and especially in our generation, we all kind of struggle with acceptance. And in high school and in middle school, it's kind of all you think about sometimes. Like, yeah, definitely. do people like me? Do people want to be around me? Am I funny? That type of stuff. Am I pretty? Like, um, so yeah, that's probably something that I struggle. So what, in those times where you feel that way, all three of you, what, what have you found out about Jesus in those times? Or have you thought about Jesus in those times? Yeah, for me, I keep falling back to the people that are in my life. I think the people that, I definitely believe that God puts people in your life for a reason. For sure, yeah. And then he takes people out of your life for a reason. And I think um, for me, when I did struggle with that, I would always just turn to people. And that for me was evidence that God was with me and that God does love me. So with this one, you, like she said, definitely the people you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with the right people, they can completely take your mind off of it and put you on something else that can make you happy. Um, also, just keeping your head high and praying is another stress reliever during that. And that's about it. Um, so in my like darkest times and like all the valleys and stuff, um, I would always get this like weird gut feeling of like what I should really do and like what was the right thing to do. And um, I realized like my gut feeling like every time, like it was just Jesus, like standing right there, like, oh, you know what to do. But then I would always go and do the other thing. Cause like, I mean, that's, that's what we what, all usually that's what do. We do so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that stuff is so true. Um, the gut feeling thing is sometimes the Holy Spirit just telling you the right thing to do. You just have to have the willpower because God does give us free will, um, which is why bad things happen in our world. And um, that's why, you know, sometimes people pass away and that's, you know, it's just part of a fall of man, but the Holy Spirit is inside of you and you have a choice to make in those times where you can make either the right or the wrong choice. Um, the Holy Spirit is sometimes God telling you what choice to make. Um, you just have to have that power to be able to do it. And you can ask God to help you make those choices. Um, it's really, really hard, though, um, especially being in high school, even in college. It's going to be really, really hard. Um, but, Lydia, you said something. Oh, friends. You guys pray for friends. I already pray for Iris as the people that she's going to be surrounded with. Um, I know they're not always going to be the, the most encouraging people or the most beneficial people for her life. Um, but pray for your friends. Pray for God to, you know, give and take away people who are going to lift you up. It doesn't mean you have to be enemies with somebody. But just if God's trying to let go of somebody in your life, let them go. Um, friend, boyfriend, anything. Because um, most of the time God is trying to help you surround yourself with 
the better people who you can go to in those times and you can see Jesus through because sometimes it's hard when we can't really see Jesus face to face down here. Um, all right, so this is a good one. Some of you guys probably get this, but have you guys ever been made fun of for following Jesus? <laughs> Straight to Emily. <laughs> um, this one's funny because this was something I like really struggled with my junior year. Um, I went to school in August like everybody else and like, you know, I was super excited. Um, but big stuff earlier that summer like just hit me really hard and um, you know, I kind of like turned my life around and got this new mindset, you know, so I went into school and um, you know, I got roasted about something every day and like literally every day. It was like people had this idea of me that because um, I was a Christian and like I showed it at school that um, I had no idea about like a normal life. Like they thought I didn't do anything. Um, they thought I had like no life experiences. So like they treated me differently. And um, I mean, it was just every day. And then you just have to realize um, your identity is in Christ. And um, if you do listen to what those people are telling you, you are going to start believing them and um, you're going to lose your confidence. You're going to lose like everything you truly know about yourself that God tells you what you are. And um, you just have to remember who you are and how loved you are by the one who matters the most because, you know, who cares if anybody else likes you, honestly. So, yeah, so true. And if you're a Christian in this room, and we were talking about this earlier, if you're a Christian in this room because we all do it and you, you know, follow Jesus and you love Jesus, um, don't be scared to show that. Because like Emily said, your identity is in Christ. But also if you're a Christian in this room and you go to school and you're maybe the one who talks to people and makes fun of people for being a Christian, remember that that is something that needs to be worked on, on the inside. Um, because sometimes, um, sometimes you can show a different person on the outside than you are on the inside. And it's just an insecurity that can easily be fixed by being prayed for. Um, so just remember that. Take this. Take, don't be afraid. I think a lot of the times people make fun of Christians because they're afraid of what other people are going to think of them. So don't be afraid of that because in the end it doesn't really matter. Um, all that really matters is what God thinks of you. Um, and God loves us so much. Go ahead. Uh, one more thing. Um, like, if you are getting made fun of, like, remember that the enemy uses other people to get to you um, and to believe their lies. So just, like, think of it that way. Like, maybe it's just the enemy trying to get to me and make me believe things that aren't true. Definitely. Um, so one more question. I know it's a little bit short, but um, one more question that I want to ask. This is super important. Um, how can you guys encourage people, or what would you say to people about following Jesus? But how can you encourage other students to have that personal relationship? Like, what does that personal relationship look like for you guys? I would say, personally, you think of it as your best friend. I know that kind of sounds weird, but... Yeah. Um, pray as much as you can, even if it's like 30 seconds. I walk into class, and I, if I know that that class is something that I stress out or I have anxiety over, I'm like, God, please just help me, you know? Like, something simple like that, God hears it, God cares, and um, he cares about you more than anything in the world. So that, for me personally, just shows that even if I can't see him, even if he's not here, um, he loves me more than anything, so, yeah. Me personally, I would just say explore further into your religion. Like, 
um, go talk to someone, like talk to Chris, talk to Whitney, ask them questions and see what they have to say about it. And try and bring friends with you. Like if you have a friend that goes here, y'all two do it together. That way y'all can both go in and learn the same things to strengthen your faith. Um, I would say it's a daily walk and um, it's something you really have to set your mind to. Like it's not, um, it's not just something that you are, it's a lifestyle. Um, you have to really think about it too because the Bible says to put it into practice. You can write it in your journal as much as you want and um, you know, write about it as much as you want, but until you really start putting into action what the word says and what God tells us to do, um, you're not going to grow in your relationship with God and you're not going to become closer with him. And I struggle with this because I know I don't pray enough and, um, you know, talking to him is so important because he's literally in control of your life. No matter what you think, like you can't really change what he has planned for you. So, Yeah. And I want you guys to know too, before we're, before we head off the stage, um, we're never all going to have it together. These guys don't have it together. Me and Chris don't have it together. Your parents don't have it together. Your small group leaders don't have it together. That might be a surprise, but we're never going to have it all together. But all we can do is to continue to try. Um, I loved what Lydia was saying. Some people, Chris is really good about praying long prayers, and um, he's really good at that. I am not. I pray throughout the day. I, I do pray in the mornings, but I love to pray throughout the day when I'm just, like, needing something. Um, or not just when I'm needing something, but just, like, when I think about, okay, like, God, you can really help me right now. Um, or walking into class or something like that. Or if you are being bullied at school because of your faith or because of anything, um, just remember that. Um, so we're going to pray right now. Um, but I want you guys to know and to be encouraged. I don't want you to walk out of here feeling discouraged. Um, I want you to feel encouraged that you will have a story. You do have a story. And these guys are here to talk to you. We're here to talk to you. Um, and so if you guys have any questions, even if it's personal stuff for them or for me and Chris, don't hesitate to come and ask us out in the lobby um, when this is over, okay? You guys good? Did y'all enjoy hearing them? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to pray really quick, and then we're going to continue on with some things, okay? Heavenly Father, this group of students up here, um, I just thank you so much for their courage. I thank you that you have given them a story. I thank you so much that you have put your son Jesus in their hearts and that you have given them the hope and the peace that even when they might not feel you or see you, you're still there for them. Um, I pray that somebody in here was touched tonight by their stories. I pray that if there's anybody in this room who has questions or who wants to grow in their faith or who wants to accept Christ as their Lord and Savior, I pray, God, that they can have the courage and the strength to come to you tonight and to ask one of us or to even just make the decision in their heart. They don't even have to tell anybody. Um, that would be such a win for us. Um, I thank you so much for the time that we've had with them. Um, I thank you for impact and for every single student in this room. I thank you for all the parents that are in the other rooms. Um, we're so, so grateful for the ministry that you've created here for us. Thank you so much for this night. And it's in the name of your son, Jesus, that I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you would like to get more information on Impact Student Ministry or The Summit Church, visit us online at thesummitchurch.net.